Hey guys, welcome to Brawl Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast with me, Dave Shaw, and, and only me today, because Alex Carr is away on vacation, he's at his brother's wedding, hopefully having a fantastic time, um, but I still had to pod this week, because the draft, now I know to a lot of you guys stateside, you're just seeing the draft names come through, and just seeing their stats, and that's all you're going off, but for us... The 93rd overall pick and the 32nd overall pick was a big one for us this side of the pond because that was Team GB's and Baseball Scotland's very own Gabriel Rincones, outfielder from Florida Atlantic University, drafted by the Phillies. It, and it, you know, it wasn't just Phillies, UK based and European based Philly fans who got excited about this. This was a big deal for everybody this side of the pond for baseball fans, British baseball fans, Team GB fans. You know, this this is huge. You know, Twitter went crazy. Um, this is a massive deal for us. You know, this is incredible. Uh, Team GB player, a prospect, has been picked up by a major league team, and it's us. It's the Phils. Uh, so I was incredibly excited. A lot of people. This side of the pond, we're incredibly excited and absolutely stoked uh, for Gabriel being drafted. So I thought, we've got to get him on because his story is incredible as well. From Florida to Venezuela to Scotland to Venezuela to Florida. And now drafted back, uh, drafted by the Phillies. And he'll be heading back to Florida, back to uh, into Clearwater, playing for the Freshers down there, coming up. So I had to get him on. So guys, this is my interview with Gabriel Rincones. Uh, I'm very excited. He <laughs> can't wait to get going. This is a great chat. Enjoy, guys. Like promised, the 93rd overall draft pick in this year's draft, Philly's second choice from Florida Atlantic University. Guys, Team GB's and Scotland's very own Gabriel Rincones. Gabriel, how are you, buddy? I don't just mean like, oh, I'm fine. How are you? You've just been drafted by the Phillies. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm feeling great. I'm feeling very grateful, very very blessed. Um, I'm soaking it in right now. I, I I bet you are. So you're in Philadelphia right now. You've uh you've taken the the, the ballpark in. What were your first thoughts on that? Uh, this is where I'm gonna play soon. So yes, just just seeing myself there. And and. Your reaction when when you were picked by the Phils, ninety third overall pick. Were you excited? Were you uh, jumping for joy? Were you just taking it all in your stride? What what was the initial reaction? Can you see me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I I still need a couple more days to kind of register what you know what's going on. I'm I'm still thinking about playing the big leagues. I mean. I don't. I haven't really. Not very good reacting and um, being very, you know, emotional, so to speak. Um, it's great. So you're, uh, you're already thinking. You're already thinking ahead to to that first half pat in the bigs. Yeah, it just felt so familiar. Like I, it just felt exactly how I've been playing it over in my head for years. So it's like, I just I didn't really react. I mean my. My girlfriend and my friends are like, your reactions to when you got the phone call made me so anxious just because you didn't react at all. <laughs> so you're just taking it all in your stride. 
And is that your your plate approach as well when you're playing? Just cool, calm, collected. Because you, I'm looking yeah. at you now. You are you're you're a cool man. You know you're a, you're looking very cool and collected. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, yeah, I mean plate approach is just it's you against the guy on on the mound. So you know you want to be that that bad MF and. And I give credit to anybody but yourself. And I mean, you win some, you lose some. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have been described as hits for power, advanced approach at the plate. And that's from, that's from the experts, but the guys in the UK Phillies Facebook page, guys who you played with, who have coached you, have also given us a, a scouting report on you as well. So Paul Convoy, who, uh, who's, who's played with you, Says you're a six foot four lefty bat with power for days, has one of the lowest strikeout rates in D1 ball, is a run generator. Hey, I'm getting excited already. You can fit straight in this Phil's team. Uh, he said, not the, not the greatest defensive record, but you haven't been required to use your glove much in your position. So that's fair. Uh, knowing him and his father so well, I can promise the projections, projections for him are true and then some. <laughs> and then Jonathan Crammon, uh, had the fortune to coach him last autumn for the national team. A very hardworking, very talented young man. I've got absolutely no doubt he's going to help us at the big league level. See, look, we're, they're already thinking about you and the Phillies. You know, we're, we're already, we, 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 we can't wait. But the reaction, when you got drafted, the reaction here back on the side of the pond was excitement, not just from UK-based Phillies fans, but UK-based baseball fans. Like the love that came out for you all over Instagram, and Twitter and Facebook was insane. You know, Batflips and Nerds were tweeting about it. Uh, Liam Carroll, the former GB manager. Um, Team GB, of course. It's just so much love and so much well wishes towards you, man. So did you get much of that reaction over there from everybody else over here? Yeah. I mean, I saw all that and I was like, wow, like these guys are, are you know, they're very excited for me and I'm very blessed and very thankful, very grateful. It's just like, it's not, I can't, you know, you can't put it into words. You, you can only just feel it to, to understand, you know. Right. And, and of course, your parents who are st still in Scotland, right? They're still living in Scotland. Yeah. So, and, and if, if, I, if I've read correctly, you haven't seen them in three years, right? Mm -hmm. Man, so that phone call, I, I, I imagine they were more emotional than, than you were, right? They were over the, yeah. the thrilled, over the moon for you. They, uh... Uh, they're probably still celebrating right now. But, <laughs> um, I honestly I haven't even sat down and gotten to talk to them very much. They're asleep right now, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, they were they were over the moon, excited and happy. Just years and years of work. Yeah, ab absolutely. And now years years of work just to get to the stage, and now it really starts. Right, this is this is it. You're on you're on your way. Um, did, but the story you got here, I was looking into it, is, is, is incredible. So you've gone from Florida to Venezuela to Scotland to Venezuela to Florida. Have I, have I got that right? Mm -hmm. Right. So let's, 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 start, let's start from the beginning. Um, so you went to Venezuela. How old? Uh, I was born, born Boynton Beach. Then moved to Venezuela as soon as I turned one. And then when I was six years old, moved to Scotland. And then right. when I was 12, um, maybe like the, I remember my first year in high school at uh, St. Andrews, um, 
that I, I did like three quarters of it and then I um I went to Venezuela back for one year um so I can re- like refresh my skills that really were below par like I, I was not <laughs> I I bet we we when you moved to Venezuela the first time as a kid, did you did you play any sort of ball over there? Obviously, you were very young. You know, you're in your first five years of life. But were you? Because I know Venezuela. I played double A here. I played with many Venezuelans, managed by Venezuelan uh, at Bournemouth Bears. Baseball's passion, you know, it is. It's in their blood. Um, so I imagine you were picking up a ball at a very early age, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I started playing when I was about two or three. Um, and I had to stop for a little bit when I was six, just because in Scotland, I do everything but baseball. And that's where I, I grew friendships that, you know, to this day, they ask me when I'm coming back. And when I go back, I'll definitely um, reach out to them. But, um, I mean, yeah, Water Primary School, St. Andrews Primary School, St. Paul's Primary School. Uh, sorry, um, St. Andrews High School, St. Yeah. Paul's School. Um and I mean, and the guys from my neighborhood too, um, they're a couple years older than me. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I play football with soccer here, um, judo, swimming. And then I would occasionally on Sundays get up early to go to Glasgow and play in Edinburgh. Um, so so, you, the- so you, were, you were just playing like once a week for, for a good few years. And so basically yeah. baseball was just, you're playing soccer and doing judo more than you you were playing baseball at this point. Way more, yeah, way more. And I wouldn't, I mean, it would be for like a couple hours where I could, I wouldn't even really be able to play because my dad would be playing with Jason Durr. I mean, they were just so much older than me. And I was like, I don't know, like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. No organized, and no organized baseball like with kids my age. Oh, man. by the way, who's your, who's your football team growing up in, in Scotland? Did you have did you have a team you were rooting for? Rangers. Rangers. Okay, he's a Rangers. He's a Rangers. Um, so playing football, judo, occasionally playing baseball. Was it the game in Scotland's growing now? Right now, baseball Scotland's got a great foundation, and baseball on the whole in the UK is is really on the up. I, I can vouch from playing it myself, and then the youth system coming through already, which hasn't even been in place long, is really bringing through some great kids. And Team GB's youth setup is is brilliant. They're they're, they're smashing tournaments right now. Uh, so the future is great. And you and yourself, Gabriel, you know. Um, but but Scotland, yeah, like we said, didn't have much of a baseball culture then. So then you went back to Venezuela for initially a vacation, right? That was yeah, for like a year that was a trial run. Like my parents were like, if you do this right and you're mature enough, we'll send you over to America and you can because that was that was more of like, a, like, a, hey, go live with my, my mom's like, go live with my sister and, um, and show us you can do it before we send you over there and, you know, do it for real. So. That's some incentive, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you went back and then did you, were you good? Did you, when you went to Venezuela, did you find that you, you know, even though you had about a, quite a few years out and just playing in Scotland, part-time as it were when you picked the ball in venezuela did you did you did it all come back to you did you were, were you good instantly straight off the bat yeah like uh like superpowers when you're like <laughs> that's right yeah yeah absolutely not no. <laughs> i think they're the guys that were playing with me i mean there were i mean manuel Cavedo, uh, the only 
person that really plays still is um, Luis Escalante, I think, that I know of with the Pirates. Um, but, I mean, Guevara, I mean, that those guys, I'm like, they're way better than me. I, don't, I mean, I knew I could play. Like, yeah. I think I'll do the favor of letting me play because when I got to America, I got cut my first year as a high school, so. Uh, that was that, like that was with plate high high school right in in uh tampa yeah yeah so yeah. so you went so so you made it in venezuela and your parents went okay you, you're, you're going to florida uh so so actually at by this point a lot of young baseballers are, are quite a way advanced than you would have been at this point right so, yeah. so so you knew you had your work cut out as soon as you got to florida well i didn't i just kind of that blind blind faith, blind confidence oh, in yourself. Wow. Just go in and tell the coach, I'm going to take that third base spot from your starter. And and it's funny because my, my high school coach is, is an old school, like, dipper and, uh, you know, like those guys are dipping. And I kind of talk like, eh, bunny, I don't know what to tell you. He's kind of, <laughs> um, but he was like, all right, I mean, if you get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> And then, obviously, being cap must have been quite hard to take. You know, at that age, you, you come in to try and take that third place, third base slot. You you, you got cut. What, what happened? What happened then? Did you did you move straight to another university? Did you go straight back to a high school? What happened? Um, well, the four years you're in high school there, you can't really do anything. But if you don't make the team, you just go play video games and, and <laughs> do schoolwork. But I was, yeah, I was very very upset, very bitter, very angry at myself just for not being good enough. So that was enough for me to um, not quit. Some guys could take that and be like, well, let me take the realistic option. And I don't use that word. I hate that word. I'll not, I won't say it in my regular vocab. I don't know what it means because uh, yeah, you, you reality is what you want. They want it to be. So um, I just kept working. I kept working got a little stronger, got moved to the outfield from third. Um, and then by junior year, I was playing. Um, got to play next to first-rounder Connor with the Pirates now. Um, eventually, um, either playing the same affiliate league as him or surpass him eventually. Um, man, I get to big leagues with him, uh, whatever that the Lord has. That would be amazing, right? That would be that would be a hell of a story. Are you two still in close contact now? Not really, but um, he's reached out. I've reached out to him, kind of just you know, cross paths whenever we need to. And yeah, then you went to St. Pete's Junior College, uh, thirty-six game batting streak. Here we go. Here come the stats. Thirty-six game batting streak in two thousand and twenty, uh, twenty twenty-one. May played for Team GB in the European Championships. We finished sixth. Really good, really good championships. What was that like being so young as well? You know, representing Team GB, that must have been an awesome, proud moment. The crazy thing is, is that that team didn't even accomplish what it, like, the team had so much more, you know, and you get sixth and it feel like this team has so much more in the tank, like, I mean, we. I feel like we should have gotten, you know, it's, it's real good. But it's, a, it's a good starter, but, you know, definitely got more in there. Yeah, absolutely, because that's the, the best, one of the best ever finishes. In fact, maybe even be the best finished Team GB have had. 
the rise of Team GB has been incredible, absolutely incredible from, from even just the last five, 10 years to where it is now. Uh, it was uh, Liam Carroll did an incredible job to build it up. And Drew Spencer now is, uh, is the manager doing an equally fantastic job. The world, uh, the world classic baseball classic is coming up. The qualifiers, you, you you've got a fancy like there's there's a uh, quite a bit of optimism this side of the pond that we we can do this. Team GB can finally get to the world baseball classic. Uh, is your is your mind because it's not far away? Team GB versus France, the 16th of September. It's not far away. Is your mind on that already, or are you just trying to take in what's happening now and then when it gets a lot nearer, you're going to focus on that? Yeah, I, I mean, I I always take, you know, what I, what's in front of me, I take it on, and whatever's ahead will take care of itself. But, you know, because as human beings, we're, we're only meant to take 24 hours at a time. So, Amen. Yeah, uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I, I definitely think that, I mean, it's baseball. It's not like football when the better team is, you know, you're going to get thrashed or whatever like it's baseball. If, you, if you, whoever has the best game will have will will win. You know, whoever has the their A game on that day, no matter if you you have a ten year contract guy or a rookie team. You know, like if if that really good team is not on their A game, they might just lose. So exactly, um, well put, perfectly put. And Team GB have Germany, the Czech Republic, Spain, France, South Africa. In their group, uh, top two of each group from Group A and uh, B advanced. So, uh, yeah, I've just I've seen the layout. Uh, it's it, it's in Germany. The qualifiers right this year. Yes, they, I think I think I think they are. I'll have to. I, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty confident they are. Um, really excited. Six for those listening. 16th September, France versus Team GB is the first game. Uh, six o'clock UK time. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it is going to be streamed. Uh, and Team GB guys have got a, a real, a real good chance. Like, uh, like Gabriel was just saying there, even sixth place in the European Championships. Although it was fantastic and one of the best ever results for Team GB. There's more to come. There's more to come. And of course, that's going to help grow the domestic game. Uh, are you still in touch with a lot of the guys over here, Gabriel, in, in the domestic side of things? Because the game's really growing here. Yeah. Um, I, I do a poor job of reaching out to my close <laughs> people, um, to my close ones, especially even my parents. You guys are five hours ahead, and I kind of just uh, yeah, it's tough. do my own thing here. But I... Uh, Whenever we have conversations, yeah, I'm still in touch with everybody. And well, when you were in Scotland, did, were you watching videos? Uh, were you like, how were you? How were you training apart from playing every Sunday? Were you still practicing out in the garden? Like, well, how, I wouldn't how even, would you stay sharp? I wouldn't call it training. I'd call it just more of being fascinated, always want, like having the drive, the passion for it. I mean, if you have passion for it and you're willing to, do sickening work ethic. I mean, <laughs> I'm working harder than anybody in that, like everyone and anyone. I mean, that, and people say, yeah, I work hard. And the people that say, I gave it my all today, usually aren't the ones that are working hard because you didn't really give it your all. You, you could have gave a little bit more. So if you have that, you can go as far as you want. Um, 
but I was just watching videos. Like, that would be highlights, uh, A-Rod, um, anything on YouTube. Are they the sort of players that you, because obviously big power, and like yourself, you, you're a power hitter. Are they the sort of guys that you'd be watching, the power hitters? Yeah, just kind of see, like, even um, I'd see Barry Bonds and Big Poppy and um, A-Rod would come up a lot on, on the YouTube um, videos and, and even, like, defensive plays. I'll go back to where uh, it said that I'm not a very good defender, but you'd be shocked at <laughs> how much ground I cover. Um, I like it. I like it. And, exactly, and it's one of Philly's big needs right now as well is, is the outfield. So, uh that Phil's come on, keep, keep tabs on this guy. Let's get him up. Let's get him up. We need him. We need his bat and his defense. Um, right now. Yeah. So what's, what's next? What's next for yourself? You're in Philadelphia right now. First, first time in Philly. Yeah. Enjoying it so far. You like, like the city. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a less crowded New York. It is, it is, and a, it's a better version, as some would say, many would say. Um, and then what, so what happened, what next? What's the next steps for yourself? Are you, I presume you're going to the minors, back to Clearwater to play for the Freshers? Yeah, right now, uh, dinner at 6.30. Uh, and then tomorrow, probably go down to the Philly game, hang out there, uh, finish up some uh, physical stuff and uh, – get this whole contract sorted out and, and clear water. Uh, and, you know, get cracking. And the, the, the journey begins. This yeah. is it. You're straight in. Uh, I've got a quick question from uh, on the Facebook group. You don't mind me asking. Uh, I was reaching out for questions. Oh, by the way, people are saying, uh, the Scottish fans are saying, when you make your, your debut for the Phillies, it needs to be beer and pie night at Citizens Bank Park in, in honour. In honor, maybe some tenants. We get some, uh, tenants, yeah. We get some tenants in uh, Citizens Bank Park. That would be that really would be something. Um, oh, yeah, but did you have a did you have a did you have a baseball team growing up that you followed? Uh, the Astros. Yeah, they uh, the rookie camp was where I played little league in Venezuela. But that's probably the only um, the only incentive I had to follow, like supporting them. And and a question from Nick Millwood. Uh, it's sort of oh the players you admired growing up you've just said big puppy barry bonds a rod the guys who hit the ball made it look so easy and effortless and he would just go uh but who's your favorite players in the league now i like otani otani is very fun to watch you know that's a i mean they say trout's a, a fascinating talent i mean otani for me if he keeps doing that what he does pitching even even a league average and hitting at a league average, you do that for five years. To me, that's the best player that's ever played the sport. I mean, that's uh, he's, hard he's, to do. he's generational, right? It, I yeah. don't think we're going to see a player like him for a long, long, long. And to his standing ability, a long, long time as well. And you're going to be in the Phillies organization. We've got Carl Schwarber, big, big hitter. Have you been watching a bit of him? We're going to take a bit more notice of him when you game tomorrow because he's another player that when he gets hold of it, it's 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 gone a long, long way. Yeah, all those guys have pop. I mean, I just gotta get to that that level and then I'll perform them. So, <sighs> yes, we're gonna Gabriel. Not only myself and the UK Phillies fans and and Phillies fans, but every. 
British baseball fans are going to be tracking your progress and seeing how you go. Uh, are you good to keep coming back on the show every so often just to check in with yeah. you and see how things are going, like follow the journey with yourself? Absolutely. Awesome. And then next year when I'm, when I'm out in Philly, I'm going to get, hopefully you could even be playing for the Blue Shore, uh, the, the, the uh, New Jersey for the Blue Claws. Yeah. If you're in Clearwater, we're going to come say hello. We're going to come watch you say hello because I'm excited for your journey. Um, I'm already planning on getting the, 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 the jersey with your name on the back as you go up through the, through the minors to that, that spot, your debut for the Phillies. And when that happens, we're coming out. We are, awesome. We've already planned it in the, in the group chat. We're coming <laughs> out to see you, buddy, because it, it's going to happen. And we want to be there that weekend it happens. Wherever, even if you're on the road or at home, we want to be there for our man. Um, Gabriel, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on, buddy. All the best. Enjoy tomorrow. Because the Phil's are, are hot right now. You know, with the yeah. Phil's, there's some magic happening in Philly right now. Enjoy your experience. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on, buddy. All the, all the best, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. Thank you again to Gabriel so much for coming on the show and sharing his experience and his incredible story. What a story. And I'll tell you what, I think he was he's still processing what's going on, you know, and rightly you would be. He's just being drafted. His dream has come true. And, and like you said, now the hard work really starts, but you could just tell that he was still processing what on earth was going on. You know, who's he talking to? Who is this guy? Uh, why you know? But it's amazingly exciting. I'm I'm still buzzing. You know, I, I'm really excited. And it, his attitude and his his mental attitude was incredible. Already thinking about making his major league debut for the Phils at Citizens Bank Park. Already thinking about that moment. You know, I am. You know, I ain't gonna lie. A lot of us over here are as well. I'm not alone in that. You know, I'm buzzing. Like I said, we're gonna make sure we're out there, and we're gonna we're gonna be there for that moment. No doubt about it. Um, but his mind's already there. He's got his goal. He wants it badly. And I, I tell you what, what looking at him when he was chatting, and I could tell that one, he's processing what's going on, but also he wants to get down to Clearwater and get going. You know, give him that fresh his jersey, give him his bat, give him his glove, and let the hard work begin. Because I can tell he's a guy who just wants to get going and get stuck in. I'm really, really excited to see how he gets on. I'm so confident. So confident he's going to make it. His attitude is fantastic. His ability is definitely there. Um, even though, you know, even downplaying those defense stats. Nah, I'm better than that, guys. I'm better than my defense stats. Give me credit for. I love it. Absolutely love it. And then, like I said, we'll get him back on the pod as the season goes on. As the years go on as well, let's follow his progress. Let's take the journey with him. Because it's exciting. It's going to be an exciting one. All the way to him making his debut as a Major League player. Like I said, it's huge for Team GB. But it's it's huge for, for Team Scotland as well. Uh, baseball Scotland as well. But it's huge not just for like UK-based Philly fans. But British baseball fans in general. You know, we'd love to see some more British players. More British represented players playing in the Majors. And this is a great, great opportunity right here to see Gabriel playing in the majors in a few years time fingers crossed we're all rooting for you gabriel uh guys that's it normal show back to normal next week the phils have 70 70 games 
of which I believe 41 are against teams with a below uh, 500. Oh boy, the run to Red October starts now. A huge win in Miami to, to go into the All-Star break with. We've got the Chicago Cubs at home. To be honest, no disrespect to the Cubs. This is an incredible opportunity to hit the ground running for the second half of the season. I cannot wait. Guys in the UK, I think it's a 10 past 5 start on Sunday. Don't get caught out by that one. It's it's maybe too early. I love the early starts. We all do. But 10 past 5? You know, digging into our roast dinners at that point. Um, but yeah, great opportunity for the fields. Still getting the big series wins without Bryce, without Segura, without some key pieces. We got to keep winning this series. It's a very up and down month coming up now for the rest of July and August. I've got faith, guys. I'm looking forward to this running. Me and Alex will be back, and hopefully we'll have James Seltzer. I know I keep promising. I know I keep promising, but we have penciled in next week to get him on the show as well. Guys, the All Star break is over. Let's play ball. <laughs>